Hebrews 13. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous. Keep your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience desiring to act honorably in all things. I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I appeal to you, brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who come from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with all of you. End of reading. So this is the conclusion of the book of Hebrews. And so we have some final commands, some final application. So let's just go one by one. Let brotherly love continue. So what's that referring to? Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. So, showing hospitality to strangers 
Um, I personally don't think this means actual random people. I think it means people who you don't know that are part of the body of Christ. Because that seems to be the emphasis here of being willing and proud to identify with the body of Christ. Even though this body of Christ is a rejected people by, by the rest of, you know, in this case, Judaism. How it says later in verse 12, Jesus suffered outside the gate, uh, and we must follow him. Verse 13, therefore let us go outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. So I think this is talking about you should be willing to identify with this rejected people and not feel like, oh man, well, I don't really want to be Christian because then I identify with these with these people who are kind of losers, with these people who are persecuted, who have a really hard time and their relationships are difficult. Whatever, I'm kind of ranting a little bit on why I think that. But yeah, that's what I think here. And that's why also in, um, let's see, in the previous chapter, it says to not forsake the gathering, the gathering of the believers. And, you know, I don't think that verse is just saying, hey, you need to go to Sunday service at, at 10 a.m. every week. <laughs> I think it's saying a lot more than, than that. It's saying... Don't forsake or be ashamed or act like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not connected to those people. That's not, that's not my people. I don't identify with them um, because there was embarrassment and there was a cost to, to publicly identifying with Christians. And so I think that is saying, let, let the brotherly love of being willing to say, yeah, we are in the same family. Let that brotherly love continue. Remember those who are in prison as though you're in prison with them. So again, identify with them. Those people in prison, you could be in prison. I'm, I'm not saying to get yourself thrown in prison, but that person is in prison because of the same faith that you supposedly share. So remember those people who are in prison as if you're there in there with them. That could be you. And he's part of you. He's part of this body that you're in. And remember those who are mistreated since you also are in the body. See, there it is again. So there's some brotherly love commands. Now we have, let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. So there we have, let marital fidelity continue. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So there it's saying your your contentment. Don't feel like, man, you know, living as a Christian is kind of hard and other people don't have to make the same kind of sacrifices, don't have to make make the same kind of stands for their faith that I do. You know, I look at other people and they have they have stuff, they have money, and they, they don't have to make the same sacrifices as me. They can they can get by and and compromise on things and, and they don't care and there's no issue with them. And look at all the stuff they get to have because of that. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said I will never leave you nor forsake you. And because of that, we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Let's continue with the exhortations. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. I'm going to go ahead and skip forward to another part that is also about the leaders, just so I can put them together. Verse 17 Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Let them do this with joy 
and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. So it's, uh, you know, some people quote this verse and be like, yeah, so that's why you absolutely submit to every leader. <laughs> um, well, look at how these leaders are described. First of all, it says to consider the outcome of the way of life of those leaders and imitate their faith. So what's implied there is saying, follow, the le- follow good leaders. Follow the leaders and submit to the leaders who are good. Look at their life. Look at the fruit of their work. Do you want to be like them? Do you, do you want to bear that same godly fruit? And if they don't have that fruit, then we, then we shouldn't even be having this conversation then, or the conversation's over. Um, so consider the outcome of the way of their life and imitate their faith. So, it's, so no, it's not just a blanket statement of, okay, I just trust everyone who says they're a spiritual leader. No. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Some people can't even make it that far. They spoke to you the word of God. <laughs> Some leaders are talking, talking about other stuff. Remember those who spoke to you the word of God, the faithful word of God. I don't just mean that they quoted the Bible. Those who spoke to you the faithful word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's not changing. It's the same, it's the same word of God. It's the same spirit. So that leader should be on the same track too. And if they're kind of doing this this weird, different stuff, verse 9, do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. And then it seems like it's talking about what one of the strange teachings was. It is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. So that's a certain kind of heresy that, again, this this author is saying, don't follow after teachers who are, heretical. <laughs> uh, and in verse 17, again, more description of these of these types of leaders. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls. So it raises the question, you know, if this person is not keeping watch of you, over your soul, are they really your leader? Are they really, you know, just someone who speaks to you one hour a week? Is that really your leader? If that's the extent of the relationship, um, you know, what what degree of leadership is that over you? They're keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. I mean, reasonably, which people can God say to at the end of time, you were supposed to take care of that person. You were supposed to watch over that person's soul. And here I'm, I need you to give me an account of how you watched over that person's soul. Which people in your life reasonably are going to be the people that God asks for an account? Who is God going to ask, watch over your soul, um, and was you, was truly your leader. And then it says how we ought to treat these leaders or how we ought to make it for them. Let let them, the leaders, do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. So these are the type of leaders we ought to follow, and this is the type of relationship we ought to have with them. Okay, so I kind of uh, took verse 7 and then jumped to verse 17, but there's a part in between here that's really important. It says... We have an altar, verse 10, an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. So it's saying we have an altar that those who reject Jesus have no right to, to access. If they reject Jesus, they have no part with us. We're not on the same team. We're not at the same table. We're not in the same family, you know, on and on. Verse 11, for the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For we have no, 
For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come, that new Jerusalem. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. So let us offer up a sacrifice of praise. And some people are like, oh, cool. So that's talking about doing worship music. I mean, that's one of the ways. But the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. And remember the, the examples that were there before. Let brotherly love continue. Don't neglect to show hospitality to strangers. You're, you're turning away from, from other brothers that are, that are persecuted because you're kind of ashamed. You're kind of scared of, well, I don't, I don't want to be in a version of Christianity that's like that. I want to be in a nice version of Christianity where, you know, people don't hate me. People aren't hostile towards me. You're embarrassed to acknowledge the, his name. Remember those who are in prison as though in prison with them and those who are mistreated since you are also in the body. Acknowledge his name. Let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. So wherever you're at, what does acknowledging Jesus' name look like in, in your life? That is our worship. It's a lot more than just the music at the beginning of a church service. That has nothing to do with what we're reading. Here. Well, I wouldn't say nothing to do. But that's obviously not the focus of what this man is talking about. He's talking about your your everyday life, your everyday actions, acknowledging Jesus' name, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. And it's, and it's not just lip service. It's the fruit that comes from the kind of person that is willing to acknowledge Jesus' name with his lips. And so it finishes with this benediction, this statement of blessing. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, so that's all of the introduction of Jesus, clarifying who he is. The great shepherd of the sheep who um, made peace by the blood of the eternal covenant. Now may God, verse 21, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So grow with the growth that's from God.